award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin, Ed and Ricky M. Yes, Ricky M is pushing the buttons. The actor, Ricky M. That's right. He's brought his drum kit in. Oh, wow. We're in for some hijinks <laughs> today. Yes. It's our stock take sale. Is that what it is? Yep, that's Everything what it is. must go. Everything must go. Brain snapping bargains. <laughs> it's due to a shipping error. <laughs> Massive shipping error. The whole program is overstocked. Ricky M has ordered too many drum machines. They've all got to go. We're going to be getting through your emails, your threats and missives. <laughs> uh, guess what? Rick's hunts back. I don't oh. know why. <laughs> but it's not our fault. It's the oh, listeners really? who really? have demanded it. Okay. Uh, what else? Sweet dress-up parties. Yes. What is that, Ed? Oh, you'll see. Or here. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. all coming out. And just in case some people don't know how emails and the internet work, yeah. let's just remind you all over again. Good idea. Welcome to the remarkable modern world of the internet, or the information super funnel as it's known to its many hundreds of users. At any one time, literally dozens of messages are whizzing about informing people all over the world that their penises are too small. So too the literally several emails we receive every month via the computermatic info causeway we call the internet, and which hundreds and hundreds of naked, sunken-eyed Ukrainian harlots call home. Once we receive your message, the Triple M Evaluation Task Force quickly establish whether your communique has the necessary ingredients for broadcast. Sizzle, traction, cut-through, recall, likability, familiarity, market friendliness, tits. Once the email has been rewritten to our exacting specifications, everyone involved sits back and focuses their attention by listening to nothing but Nickelback for six straight hours. And then James Blunt's wise men and both sides of Toto 4. Once the rigorous evaluation process is complete, only the most thoughtfully constructive missives are submitted for Tony, Ed, and sometimes Richard's approval. So here's hoping that you, the enterprising wireless listener and email sender of, will have approached the dauntingly lofty standards demanded of you by the broadcaster's Alan Jones says he loves gentlemen. Uh, sorry, the broadcaster's Alan Jones says he loves... Gentlemen? Ah, oh, that's better. <laughs> up nicely. As I understand it, someone has emailed in requesting noise works. Oh, great. I think it's the um, program director. Better play it. Thank you very much, noise works. Uh, Take me back, if you could, somebody. <laughs> uh, welcome to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Myself, Tony Martin. That man is Ed Cavalier. Morning. Normally, there's somebody in this chair over here. No, no, not today. The empty memorial. <laughs> Angus Sampson, please release him from that movie so he can come on our show. Yeah. But we're going to do a stock take today. So much to get through, Tone. So many emails. And I think people, if we don't do one of these occasionally, people are going to assume we just don't read them and they go in the bin like they do on most programs. Every program, I'm willing to say. Some shows have a shredder. They do. They just come straight out of the facts. Some people just shred their screen. Yeah. I didn't... Sorry, do you know what a fax is, here? Uh... <laughs> And Richard Marsden, oh, give yeah. yourself the, the round actor. of applause. Cheerio. The actor Richard yeah. Marsden. The actor Richard Marsden, if you've seen his cameos on Rive, give a round. Come on, <laughs> come on. I seems uh, so sort of up myself to give myself a, a short round of applause. Well, you've anyway. changed. You've changed ever since you played Mel Gibson on Rove. You're all uppity now. <laughs> Look at that line. Is that still queued up in the machine? I, I think we might have lost it. There you uh, go. Uh, it's so weird how we lose all of the things you say, and yet my Wonderland singing seems to be on some kind of express button. There's a Noiseworks button and a Wonderland button, always at the fingertips. There is a Noiseworks button. Yeah. It's next to the Choir Boys button, where it's always been. Uh, 
Richard, were you on Rove last night? No, I wasn't. Did you get uh, no appearance. Yeah. From made you? no appearance. No. Oh. What's going on there? Is there sort of a sense at Rove that maybe you've got to be brought down a few pegs because you're getting too high? Well, I think so. Program. I mean, the other day I sort of rolled up in sunglasses with uh, yeah. napkins uh, coming out of my <laughs> collar. Right. I just got some makeup. Naked cheek. Yeah, that's right. And a babe on each arm. Ooh. See, that's where he stopped. Are you making that sound, Ed? Because you, like me, met. Mr. Marsland's incredibly hot girlfriend on the weekend. Oh, I, I met her at work last week, or the week before. She's a lovely girl. Is she? She is a lovely girl, which we're not suggesting otherwise. <laughs> I'm just going, how is somebody who's really interested in drum machines that much <laughs> attracting the hot ladies into the boat? But drum machines were cool, and then 40-year-old Virgin comes out, and yeah. Steve Carell's playing one of them during the opening scene. And you've brought it in. I wish people could see the extent. The It looks pretty much like uh, Gary Newman tour set circa 1980 in here. <laughs> Rick Wakeman, eat your heart out. How hard is it to fire that baby up? Uh, it's actually on, but I've got it set to a weird, because it's a digital drum kit, you mm. can actually, um, you can find like... 60 or 70 different kinds of, uh, of drums. Okay. Uh, dr drum machine sounds. Well, it's it's here in, uh, well, to help us promote the Mercedes-Benz Vito. Okay. The, ah. It's the van of the year. Ah, good, good, good. So I'll just set you up and you just fire off a classy music sting. You ready, <laughs> Mr. Marsler? Bearing in mind, there's no there's no seat to the drum kit. I have to stand up like Maureen Tucker from the Velvet Underground. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that Velvet gonna, Underground got to run we, early. Can today? we play some of that? <laughs> I All would right. pay. I would write a check if we could play some Velvet Underground on okay. the show. Ricky M uh, standing uh, next, uh, standing in front of his electric drum kit, yeah. uh, sticks a Kimbo. A oh, sorry, <laughs> what the hell is that about? That was a that was a trumpet. Are we off to Count Basie's house? <laughs> It's the drum machine, and it's set on mystery at the moment. Oh, mystery! mystery. All right, well, let's get right, enigmatic. Let's get going as we celebrate. The all-new Mercedes-Benz Vito. Yeah. Jazz Odyssey. What happened? It just stopped. <laughs> Richie kept hitting it, and it was just the dull mud of wood against plastic. <laughs> what about those remarkable safety features? Can you get it off Mystery? Mystery just... Whey! Somehow it sounds now like a talking. sounds like a van crashing to me into a, the front window of a music store. Can you, Richard? Can you set it to like a sort of Blue Monday, sort of Joy Division-y kind of? Stu Whoa! Uh, no, I think it's <laughs> the answer there. Uh, what else look. can you do? Oh, hang on. Okay, I am not. Okay, here we go. Oh, that one. Get the Daryl one. Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> All right, for all of you doing some free bass poetry out there. <laughs> free bass poetry? Free bass? Okay. You made that up. I don't know if that's legal. Well, we can certainly see what it must be like of an evening around at Chateau Marsland. Chez Marsland. Where the babes are queuing up. Babes are queuing up for the mystery drums. <laughs> Sorry, it's stuck on can something. Can you come back it's in stuck now? on something. Do we have a program? Is there some sort of show going to air in this uh, time slot this morning? Right. We've got to get to the emails. Well done, Richard. <laughs> My apologies. Brilliant. Uh, what have we got? So many emails. Hey, Rich, why'd you buy it? Um, because uh, they're great for sound. Like, if you live in a block of flats or whatever, yeah. a drum kit isn't very good because, you know, everyone complains of the noise. So they're really great. You just pop on mm -hmm. some here. Uh, so they're for other people. You bought those to be considerate to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's got heaps of vibrations and it mm -hmm. scares away the cats and snakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Pseudo Echo, because they live in a block of flats. So that. that's why they went with the hexagonal <laughs> drums. Because while our knee next door were complaining, <laughs> turn it down, Pseudo Echo! Uh, 
Uh, what about Crystal Saluka, one of our fine listeners? Oh, yes. She emails oh, in I've to got, say... Yeah, I've got an email from her somewhere. Have you? Well. Yeah, I'll yeah. bet you have. Saturday night around 1am in the morning. Oh, here we go. Two of my friends and myself were walking down Swanson Street in oh. Melbourne. Yep. And we saw Ed Cavalli. Hey. We really wanted to yell out, thank God you're here. <laughs> that <laughs> does happen. Didn't. Ed, you look so much cooler in real life. As opposed to what? To well, your fantasy appearances on Thank God You're Here. <laughs> a Roman centurion. Yeah, that one. That's oh, okay. the one we were okay, thinking Okay, it's on. like that, is it? No, 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 no but <laughs> people oh, were surprised right. to see you out of the toga. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. Well, well thanks of, very much. So <laughs> many people are emailing us in wanting to hear the, uh, the Rex Hunt quote again. Uh, now, we, you know... We've got a moratorium. We you know? have, because every time we play it, people like it. The guests come in, they want to hear it. I know, the but girl is happy. Then the internet goes nuts that we're thrashing it to death. I know. Then we're playing it too much. I know. But I, I have to say, say yes. Rex is leading the charge. Did you see him on the news? <laughs> no, what's he? how is he? I think he's losing it. Really? He seems to have made some kind of decision that when he appears in public, he will only use <laughs> the seven lines from his famous <laughs> ringtone quote. <laughs> I'm serious. He's following our lead. Is he? Yeah, have a listen to this clip on the Channel 10 News. Arriving at AFL headquarters, Rex Hunt appeared unusually subdued. But after a 40-minute discussion with AFL boss Andrew Dimitriou, he was buoyant. I'm invincible. The AFL listened to tapes from Hunt's calls over the weekend where he criticised the game and its management. That's what a fool does. Hunt's comments were made with fellow caller Dr Turf, who also met the AFL this morning as part of negotiations over radio broadcast rights. Uh, the girl's happy. She's got no money. At a time when we're negotiating our rights, obviously those kind of comments don't help. Hunt added, I got my rocks off. Oh, <laughs> how good is this? But the broadcast veteran says there's no guarantee he'll commentate again next year. That's what a fool does. <laughs> See? It's right. not us. That's him saying that. I know. All right. He's going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it. It's Dr. Turf. Dr. Turf is that? a uh, actual well-known radio personality. <laughs> from possibly before your time. Kicking wow. on, good with the tips. <laughs> if you're punting. Oh, he's a racy horsey guy. That makes sense. <laughs> right. It would be odd if he wasn't. That's what I mean. <laughs> if, like, it was just a GP yeah, that's called I mean. Dr. Turf. <laughs> uh, okay, we've got to get this show up and running. We've got to play some music that isn't just uh, our panel operator bashing <laughs> at machinery. More, more noise works, perhaps? <laughs> and we'll be back with more of your... It's Snow Patrol, you're all I have. Here at Get This, Triple M, it's our stock take edition where we just get through the backlog of emails. Just myself and Ed and Richard Marsland. The actor Richard Marsland. And his drum machine. <laughs> Sounds like Echo and the Bunnymen. It does. Armars and the drum machine. <laughs> One day we will reference a song we can actually play on this program. Uh, here's we what, will. Oh, look, you know, so many people. Who, who have I got here? Hey, can just quickly, uh, yeah. the actor Richard Marsland is sporting a Rolling Stones yeah. t-shirt today, right? Yeah, I know. Now, you see a lot of people around town with band t-shirts on these mm, days. You, you know, do. Your Motley Crue, your Ramones, etc., etc. Yeah. I was in a shop. Now, yes. the Ramones was a band, was it not? It yeah. was. People played music in this band, mm, right? Correct. Now, I, uh, I was in a shop the other day, and a girl walked in and said, Hi, do you have that Ramonese brand I've heard so much about? <laughs> Ramonese, that's right, because I think uh, one of the Hilton sisters, or I think Hilary Duff, who I know you're a fan of. The Doof. The Doof. I'm more of a fan of her acting, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, just her film work. <laughs> uh, she was wearing a Ramones T-shirt. Uh, Had no idea what it was about. Oh, come on. Yeah. But I'm sure back in the 50s, people were sporting Mendelssohn t-shirts. So <laughs> you don't know who that is, do you, buddy? <laughs>
put that pork pie hat back on. <laughs> Sorry, we've gone cockney, as we often do when the guests yeah, aren't yeah, here. Absolutely. We just suddenly will go cockney <laughs> for no reason. It's one uh, of your default voices. I know. I don't know what that's about. Your default voices are, that's your Cockney one. Yeah. There's your old man one. There's the old man one. And then there's your guy, the guy from On the Buses, who I have no idea who it is. <laughs> that one. Blakey. <laughs> this program was due out ten minutes ago. I have to update. Well, I'm turning into Daryl Summers. Uh, oh, slowly. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to say anything. There was this thing years ago where, you know, Hervé Villachez died, and you go, oh, it's one less impression he can do. <laughs> I think I'm turning into that. Uh, what about Jessica of Pasco Vale in Victoria? Pasco Vale Sounds nice. Yeah, it's a great sounding suburb. Jeez. Airport West is my all time favourite <laughs> suburb name. Lovely. I'd love to see a big mini series called Airport West. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Bring back Angus Sampson. People want more uh, Guzzi. I know. He's stuck on this I film, know. Spike Jones movie. Yep. No one's allowed to. He doesn't even know what it's about. It's so secret. <laughs> mm. But uh, anyway, Jessica, Jessica of Pascoval wants to hear the Kim Beasley theme. At least once every show, as it is freaking hilarious, she all says. Right. So, oh, look, here he comes now. <laughs> Waddling out to the podium. <laughs> all right, Mr. Beasley, what do you got to say for yourself? Unfortunately, they're going to basically be wiped out by the upcoming triple whammy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> upcoming triple whammy? Hello to Matt Polglaze. He was the man who uh, called up with a spider up his nose. Remember that bloke? <laughs> Matthew Barton's email is saying, you were talking about fat Americans, how they can't get them into the x-ray machines. Apparently, and this is true, yeah. the really large Americans, mm. the ones they have to crane out of their house. My favorite ones, feed on a stick. So they can crane them up and then crane them down to the International House of Pancakes for a top-up. <laughs> because they're, they're fed and washed by a stick. Is that true? Now, you said that. I thought yeah. you were joking. No, no, fed on a stick. So people just put a sandwich, I see, in over the sort of bed. Yeah. Can over, you get that? Over the largesse. <laughs> They're taking them to the zoo to get x-ray. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> they have a giant x-ray no, at the zoo. Because it saves on. having to do them in sections. <laughs> it's apparently true. How much do you feel if you've gotten to the point where you need to be fed, washed, and, and x-rayed at a zoo? Yeah, oh, that's just, just put them in a cage. Make them in, <laughs> no, come on. That's too no, hard. Come on. Don't put them in a cage, but it is a wake-up call yeah. when you're going to the zoo to be x-rayed. <laughs> hey, when you're standing in a queue with a hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> Mindy from Melbourne. Uh, she like to hear one of our perfect strangers you know the uh my theme from when i was over in in, in germany yes and she said that uh the other night her and her husband she was catching up with her husband uh mm. at the adults only simpson was on and in the background they played the perfect strangers theme and all ah. she could think of was me which uh she didn't tell her husband because at the time they were doing husband and wife stuff ah <laughs> husband and wife stuff <laughs> so thinking of you while they're watching um, the x-rated simpsons yes yeah. And, and doing husband um, and wife stuff. Okay. <laughs> Making 24 friends a second love. <laughs> what is that about? Yeah, I like Having it. sex to sell animation. <laughs> I don't know whether that is good. No, either, I know I like to put on tapes of the news and just wait for a reference to relief at the Bowser. <laughs> <sighs> what about who's... Oh, George has emailed us. George? He got badly beaten up at a Pantera concert by mistake. <laughs> why? He <laughs> wants to know why the ABC don't play more British comedy shows. Don't get me started. It's my mm. pet topic. They're playing extras tonight. I know. Extras with Ricky Gervais. Great it's show. a great show. Great show. But they're playing episode two first. Yeah. But why do they choose to do that? Is that because they want to ha sell Ben Stiller yes. as the flagship show? Oh, sizzle, okay. man. Because they would rather Silly. say Ben Stiller's in it 
than have coherence. That's why. <laughs> it doesn't matter because most people have seen it in the correct order on DVD by now anyway. There you go. Yeah. But the continuity matters in those shows, yeah. especially in extras. Yeah, you'll never get a job in TV, Mr. Marsland. <laughs> Uh, he loves space. Do you know space? Nah, yeah. you go on and on about it. I really want to see it. You know, I'm sure people out there know what I'm talking about. It was on the ABC. Uh, are you, though? Are you sure that they Well, going? there must be some people. <laughs> Short of the Dead. Remember that? Yeah, yeah that was great. There was those people. Great. They did a TV series. Right. Here's what the ABC did. Here's what your ABC did. <laughs> There's two series of space. Yep. They played the first one Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock. Fair enough. Got a bit of a following. Yep. Then they repeated it mm. at midnight on Saturdays. Yeah. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Okay. And then they just rolled straight into the second series at midnight on Saturdays. Yeah. So, in other words, your ABC decided to premiere one of the best comedy shows of the year yeah. at midnight on Saturdays. Yeah. Hey, what time did the Late Show used to be on? We used to be on at the uh, fantastic time of 10 o'clock. Sexy new time. <laughs> we were sold it as a sexy new time. <laughs> Right. It was marginal for the word late to be in the title. <laughs> uh, okay, so thanks very much, George. Thanks. So many... Thanks for getting him started. Please um, email yeah. in if you want Tony to rant about the ABC. I know. <laughs> I, should, I should do it all in my grumpy old man voice. <laughs> uh, simply inadequate. Blue Heelers is a bracket creep. It's starting at 37 pass. <laughs> no people who do that? <laughs> I've elderly relatives who would go on about how Blue Heelers was starting bracket seven minutes creeping. too late. Bracket creep. <laughs> Causing them to lose valuable hours complaining time. Fair enough. Uh, what else have Here's we got? Here's a quick news story. Mm. Uh, breast implants save women's life. I know. Something funny's happened in the Middle East. Yeah, we've been saying there's nothing funny about this war and there isn't. No. But have a go at this. An Israeli woman's breast implant saved her life when she was wounded by a Hezbollah rocket. Doctors found shrapnel in the boo mm. and said that it saved her. It saved her. It's like having a Bible over <laughs> your heart. <laughs> yeah, a perky Bible. So that the message is... Get the fake nogs in, ladies. <laughs> Never know when shrapnel might be coming. There's always there's actually something here. Uh, it's quite a, it's actually quite a moving sort of uh, deal we've got going here. What's Fifty going Israeli couples, mm. uh, some of whom uh, found their wedding plans delayed by Hezbollah rockets, mm. join in a mass wedding ceremony in Tel Aviv. That's cute. So you've got fifty couples there. Now, if Jewish comedians are to be believed. Tonight is the last time any of those men will ever have sex. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going by the comedians. I know you are. Hey, have you got something prepared, Ed? Have you prepared something? No, don't say it like it's a shock, all right? But yes, I have. Uh, the treated effluent, uh, the water up that, they, that we're all going to be drinking soon. Yeah, that's happening in Queensland, but it's going. It's everywhere. It's going to be all of us. Let's be honest. It's going to be everyone, right? So we can say what we would like now. So... Uh, I, I've been brought in to give it some uh, some cut through. Oh yeah, uh, and, uh, and <coughs> David Traction uh, yeah. down at the waterboard's got me in, and uh, we, we've, we've uh, cobbled together a little ad. And what, what's this for? Is this because the water just isn't attractive? Exactly. Enough? People don't like the. We effluent. had a f we had a phone in, and that went mm. really well. Yeah, we I got mean, some great names. Exactly. Rebecca Roman effluent. Uh, Gail, uh, Megan Gale Force water. Uh, pre loved water. Pre <laughs> Discharge. <laughs> Discharge. <laughs> so this is the. Uh, so this is a, a new brand that's coming out. This is the first brand of recycled water oh. that they're bringing out in okay. Queensland. Let's oh. have a listen. Right. The name Richard Marsland has always been synonymous with quality drinking products and useful suppositories. Now, thanks to Richard Marsland, you can enjoy the finest recycled water Mother Nature has to offer. Using Richard Marsland's internal filtering system, Marsland Flow is cool, refreshing, and slightly nutty. But don't take our word for it. Let's ask the man himself. Hi, I'm Richard Marsland, 
and I'm proud that every bottle of Marsland Flow contains 5% Marsland. It's great on its own, or mix it in with a Tony Martini or Banana Guzmao. So, for a refreshing, delicious, recycled choice, drink Marsland Flow. <laughs> what am I supposed to say to that? What am I supposed to say there? What is a Tony Martini? <laughs> Banana Guzmao? I love that pronunciation. Wow. Get it wrong. Yeah, and you left out the Jose Ramos water. Couldn't remember it. And a refreshing uh, Alcateri seltzer. Couldn't afterwards. remember that either. Okay. So I went for Tony Martini. Fair enough. Good Thank impression you. of uh, Mr. Marsden. That was pretty spot on. I'd let my drum machine do the talking though from now on. <laughs> but thank you very much, Ed. My pleasure. High praise indeed. All right. Uh, it's, get this, brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz Vito and new Marsland Flow. <laughs> get this. A recent Supreme Court ruling means they're not going anywhere. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, where Ed Cavalli has taken over Richard Marsland's electronic drum kit. Yeah. Two, three, four. Jeez, that's... sounding good. It didn't work. <laughs> what was supposed to happen? I was meant to start, and then Rich was meant to start the song. Oh, okay. Oh, Rich was meant to start this. Oh, so you're going to play along with the song. One, two, three, four. Damn it. Come on, contribute. Any noise. Break it. Yeah. Hello to any Finn brothers listening. Ah, yes. That's split in six months in a leaky boat. Let's get this it's around done. the nation. Triple M. Ed Cavalli's here. Richard Marsden's here. Richard it's a Marsden. stock take show where we get through all the backlog of emails and, of course, at the same time, provide you with relief. At the Bowser. That's right. At the petrol Bowser. So, um, <laughs> yeah, now you've got some emails, Ed. Um, lots of emails. I think it's my turn to have a crack at uh, Mr. Marsland's drum kit. Yeah, so you I'll sure? I'll just go up and uh, provide you with some uh, drum backing while you go through a few emails. One, two, a one, two, three, four. Hello, Jackie from Melbourne. You'd like more jingles. Hello, Crystal Silica from Melbourne. I see your little toe is bleeding to death. Hello, Britt from Melbourne. Year 12 is evil. Hello, Dan from Nana Warren. I can't read any of that. Hello, Lauren from Cranbourne West. You'd like to have a competition where she's the winner and she's on the show. Why not? Cheers, Matt from Burrell. I can't read any of that. Hello, Daniel from Ottawa. Yes, let's climb the mountain together. Cheers, next. Thanks for the internet. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Pete from Glenroy. You. Do you need more? Yes, please. <laughs> all right. You're right. Get the drumsticks. These are Marty Sheargold's drumsticks. These how are amazing. How do you have a drum kit and no drumsticks, Richard Barthes? <laughs> How is that possible? Does your girlfriend find that interesting? <laughs> you should see what he plays a drum with. Wow! Hello! Whoa! All right, here we go. Keep here going. we go. Hello, Peter from Glenroy. I'm scared too. Hello, Josh from Brisbane. He has a fork stuck up his ass. Hello, Kane Raven from Diamond Creek. He played the Nickelback catalogue backwards and found satanic messages. Hello, Chase Berger from Brisbane. Turn my mic off. No way. Hello, Alex from work. Less music, more funny. Hello, Richard from Gisborne. Take off your pants and do a fruit bowl. Hello, Nick from Werribee. Can't read any of that. Hello, Mindy from Melbourne. Uh, yes, we've mentioned that before. And hello, Willis Cullingham. Oh, wow. That I think is it. Tony peeked around Richard from Gisborne. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that wasn't going to be repeated, but now that it's out there. <laughs> My apologies. Town. Hello to our Gisborne <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Yesterday... <laughs> I foolishly put uh, my script for Twisted Tales up on the internet. Foolishly, though? No, no, not actually. Because I was expecting a volley of abuse. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we've got fantastic stuff. What have they done? People have called in. Uh, hello to uh, John Cook, Brad Elmus, Scott Tregoning, Stuart Bryson. Scott Tregoning? I know. Any relation to Murray Tregoning? 
I hope so. Maybe yeah. you can come in here on the guest panel. So. How's the way Richard gets a bit haughty when you mention it one does. of his rivals? Yeah, yeah let Murray Chagoni come in here with his little <laughs> sound effects. See what, See what he can do. Rodney Leeson, Michael Heaps, Dan Beeston all said really good things. Aaron uh, really liked the script, but adds booze is fun. <laughs> but we got really good Touché. notes. Today. People have sent in like really thoughtful notes about what doesn't work and this bit's cliched and why were you thinking that? And hello, Reginald Upper Tax Bracket. <laughs> Is that what he's written in? That's his name. Perhaps a little good too work, wordy, man. he says. Oh, this is probably right. I remember the first series of Twisted Tales quite a few years ago and the formula seemed to be a little bit of chat at the start followed by some spooky cinematography and a murder at the end, the twist presumably being that the other character did it as opposed to the one you were supposed to believe even though the show had the word twist in it and there are usually only two or three characters. <laughs> While the dialogue in your script is good, it doesn't always leave enough opportunity for the spooky cinematography I spoke of which usually comprises a floor level long shots of someone walking towards camera right. or dramatic close-ups when a strange noise is heard. Wow, these people are great. And Stacey Borg, certainly your work here is not a massive pile of bloody shite, but the twist was a little obvious. Uh, we right. dislike the main character Who's from... We? This is the potential audience. Ah, good. We dislike the character from the get-go, oh. making the ending not so much of a twist as a fair outcome. Okay. Uh, it seems everything on TV today has to have more blood. People are using bloody because we wanted them yeah, to be Brian right, Brown. Right, yeah. Uh, twists and turns than a bloody bar scene and cocktail, <laughs> making it pretty bloody hard to come up with the uh, genuinely unique fresh ideas with enough bloody sizzle and traction to post good numbers. Yes! Uh, Lash Clone says, bloody hell, Martin, surely you're joking. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the good news is that it isn't total shite. But then again, neither were the two they showed the other night. Somewhere between total shite and recycled effluent, I'd reckon. <laughs> and then there's one from the real Brian Brown. No. And it's just about a thousand bloodies. Really? And then there's the odd sentence. Why don't you bloody write something about Kevin Bloody Wilson? That would be <laughs> worth my bloody time. Bloody P.S. Bloody Brian Brown. I think that's the real brownie. Right. So brownie. really good notes from people. I, uh, and saying that it's you know too obvious what the twist is because there's so few characters. What you have to understand is so cheap on Twisted Tales. Yeah. When you send a script and you you can only have three main characters. Oh. <laughs> so it kind of eliminates the possibilities ah, for uh, surprise ending. Yeah, right. And you're only allowed three sets as well, which is why I can't have it suddenly go to the desert like so many people <laughs> suggested. <laughs> but I'm not making excuses. It's hey. it's there's good things in there, but a lot of it is rubbish. Ooh. So thank you. Yeah, big thank you. Hey, uh, I mentioned in the uh, in the email montage mm. uh, that Mindy's written in and said, "Look, why don't we have a competition and the winner gets to be a, a, a co-host on the show?" Oh yeah. Now, yeah. pretty much most of the emails I get are about threesomes with people and their partners. Yeah, right? that's right. But right. the other ones, the small minority that aren't, <laughs> they're, they're often, are often about people wanting to have a competition whereby they come and be a guest host. Right. Isn't that how you got this job, Andy? No, I lied. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, lies. That's I, another way you can get into radio. <laughs> Massive lies. So you reckon it should be Tony, Ed, and the fifth caller? <laughs> Perhaps, you know, uh, but I but I think I've I've come up with something. Yeah. Because our friend uh, he likes it. our friend Jordan who uh, who loves table tennis. Yeah, yeah. Is posing as someone from the Table Tennis Victoria Centre of Excellence and has sent me a two page type letter. You know, <laughs> have a centre of excellence. Well, no, Jordan's made one up in his mind. Oh, okay. Uh, where I imagine most of his stuff lives. And uh, <laughs> but anyway, I, our, we are going to have a tournoi, a table tennis tournoi yeah. that is serious. Yeah. Now I'm going to float the idea 
Uh-huh. That whoever whoever wins or second, because I'm going to win. Whoever comes second in yeah. the tournoi yeah. gets to be a guest host. Oh, okay, that's not bad. We're kind of frightened of Jordan, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'll beat him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you reckon, Tom? That's good. But you know, you say the trouble is that you float so many ideas, <laughs> and then you just never hear about them again. <laughs> what happened to that deal where you were going to enter anonymously the funniest home videos? It's, it's been sent in. You sent it. I've in? gone quiet because I don't want because I don't I don't want to I don't want to give it too much sizzle. All right. Yeah. But we've got a, and we've got a new idea as well. And you, right, great. <laughs> Are you in this? No, I, I'm in it, but you don't know it's me. Ah. Yeah. And so oh God, it... I wanted to play the. Te- uh, I play the part of the giant mouse. <laughs> well, that's the. All oh, right. That's not going to give it away to the people going through them in Channel Nine. Oh, there's so many giant mouse ones. Which one's Cavalry? So how long before they catch up? How long before we'll see it on TV? I, I don't think it's very long. I don't think it's very long. I think it's a couple of weeks. No. I got to get rid of all the ones that they steal from America and change it to Australian voices. <laughs> I got to get you know what they don't first. have enough of. Yeah. The best funniest home videos is my favourite show, yeah. right? But what they and I watch it on mute because mm. I can't bear the sound effects and oh. the talking over the top. <laughs> I saw a piñata montage the other day. Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness! Just people Just getting people hit in the nuts. smacking their little sister in the face with a bat, <laughs> left, right, and centre. <laughs> Unbelievable! All right. Well, we'll look forward to your appearance on uh, funniest home yeah, videos yeah, if we get in. And uh, we've got to get back to the listeners. Oh, yes. It's their show. Oh, yes. That'll be next. Yeah, that's Turton the Back. Turton the... They got us. <laughs> what is that guy's name? That be Chad Turton. Turton is yeah. his real name. Now, guess what? My uh, illustrious flatmate last night told me, uh, mm. he said, you know you're always... I'm going to... Uh, you know you're always uh, bagging Nickelbacks. So mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. He said, well, uh, you know, Chad Kruger's actually a, a champion trampolinist. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Could have gone to the Olympics. <laughs> True. Yep. Do we want to raise some money to get him out of the music caper and into the tramp game? <laughs> Back in the tights. Back on the tramp. I want to see Turd on the tramp, man. <laughs> oh, look. Please, let's drop a sandbag on me just for fun. <laughs> oh, well, let's drop it on the tramp. get this you're saying it's our stock take show we yep. get through the emails we get so many uh, richard mars is pushing buttons he's brought his drum machine in real just as well because paul nelson sent us this email nelson a a few thoughts he's got a few thoughts yeah, good. a if jack bauer can hacksaw a bloke's head off beat a heroin addiction dismantle a terrorist plot and rescue his boneheaded daughter in 24 hours then <laughs> yep. richard marslin <laughs> Can surely assemble a drum machine. Oh, no, he did, yeah. Yeah. and he did. It took yeah. uh, me and an engineer, and it took us about an hour. Mm. Uh, is it on spec your drum machine? <laughs> well, I don't know. You heard it before. <laughs> is it on spec? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I love how you didn't react when I said boneheaded daughter. You quite like Kim Bear, don't you? I love that. Yeah. Is that Elisha Cuthbert? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. She's kind of humorless, though. Hot. Isn't she? All right. Yeah. It, just, it would be an evening of hotness. Yeah. But no humour. Unabashed, hot, unabashed hotness. Okay. Yeah. We've been challenged to forget your table tennis tournoi. Nope. People who have been reading my book, Lolly Scramble, still available, have ah, read about ah, my ah. addiction, now uh, overcome, to uh, heroin. No, to <laughs> Goldeneye. The, oh, the uh, video? Oh, the Nintendo. No, the I was fantastic at that. I have, you know, you write a story and you go, no one else is going to know what I'm talking Everyone. about. I talk about in the book about you do so much Goldeneye. Yeah. 
that you just stuck in, I think, the warehouse level. Oh, good level. Just spending a rainy Sunday afternoon yeah. going around blowing up all the beakers and crates. Yeah, absolutely. Just one at a time. Just looking for something in there. And hanging out with Natalia in the jungle <laughs> level. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> My wife came in once and accused me of looking down Natalia's top. <laughs> and I said, I'm helping her reload her rocket launcher. <laughs> Sadly... That was true. <laughs> I'd love to have a golden eye torn wire as well. David Maurice wants to take us on. He's completed the game using some of his patented dual controller method. What is that? He wants to take me, you, and Richard on. Good. He also says uh, he wants a new ringtone. He wants Jim Whaley doing crazy lesbians full, full of, of eels. beans. <laughs> oh, Not full of eels. eels. How weird <laughs> would that be? <laughs> lesbians full of eels. What's that? I don't think I've ever heard it. That was uh, some kind of... It's when I was away. Some, yep. No, something we did in like the 90s. Oh. On, on Martin Malloy. I can't believe he remembers ah, that. It was right. uh, voodoo people. Um, Magic people, voodoo people. That's it. And then mixed in with Jim Wiley. <laughs> Singing crazy lesbians full of beans, <laughs> not eels. Sorry. All right. Uh, look, so many emails, yeah, yeah. but we've got to get to Talkback Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> There's really no time, but the we topic, have to. What's the topic today? Well, I get in this morning, Richard. Listen to this. Mm. I've got nothing because I've been going through emails. I'm going, mm. Ed, what should the topic be? And without even thinking, he said... Sweet dress-up parties. <laughs> sweet dress-up parties. <laughs> and the word sweet has to be in it. What yeah. is... How does that work? Oh, well, I, uh, my friend uh, Paul in Sydney, I, so I spoke to him a little while ago. I said, oh, dude, what's happening? He said, oh, we're having a sweet dress-up party. I said, really? What's the theme? He said, stranger danger. And I thought, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah. And I... Uh, 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 someone, uh, ooh, an ex-girlfriend of mine, once had, she had a 21st. Mm. And uh, the, th the theme was Vegas wedding. And I, and I went ah. as the white tiger that mauled Reed and Roy. <laughs> okay. right? How is that the wedding? Right. And did the guy who care. was there as Roy look sort of shifty or not? <laughs> Giving well, the you best, a wide berth? Well, the best costume was one of her uncles who was just in a plain suit and right. a fez. <laughs> wow. You know, I got married in Las Vegas. I know. And on our wedding night. My wife and I were intending to go and see Siegfried and Roy yeah. at their own casino. And? And we went there. And it was like the one day of the year when Siegfried and Roy are dark, as they say in Vegas, oh, yeah. means the show's not on, it's dark. And they go, sorry, they're not doing the show tonight. But for a third of the ticket price, you can see the entire show performed by animatronic models of <laughs> Siegfried and Roy. And they bring out robots and real lines and do the show. <laughs> really? And we stormed out in disgust. We're going, no, that's cheapening this already tacky <laughs> wedding. Right. So basically, yeah. What are we talking about? Have you? What's your favorite? What's your, you ever been to a sweet dress-up party, Rich? I haven't been to many dress-up parties, but I know one friend of mine who misinterpreted one because they said that uh, you meant to come in your favorite period costume, like you know, uh, something yep. uh, from your favorite period of history. Yeah. And he rolled up dressed as a sailor. This is, <laughs> is not very clever. <laughs> and someone said, "What are you? What are you dressed as a sailor for?" And he said, "I'm maritime." Oh. And like people thought it was a joke, but he's yeah. just a moron. Yeah, that's good. And that what did he have to say when he woke up in emergency <laughs> a few minutes later? Dressed as a sailor. <laughs> right, so have you ever had a sweet dress-up party? Mm. Shiny, bright and tight. That was a good theme I, went, I once went to. A Russian theme I went to as Gorbachev. Had yeah. a swimming cap on my head. Yeah. Painted a birthmark on. Yeah. Hey, anyone? Anyone? Yeah. Uh, so, and so what sweet costume have you worn to a dress-up party? Yeah. And or what sweet dress-up party have you been to? Yeah, that took so long to explain, Ed. <laughs> don't care. That we do not have time for a song. I don't care how late we're going. We're going to go straight to oh, the callers. No. Well, See, while but, some shows oh, no. are rehearsing people from the sales department to pretend to be callers, 
we are going down the other end of the pool. Yeah. We're just oh. taking people at random oh. <laughs> and putting them to air. Yeah, and it's lit up as well. It's which one, you're not supposed to do. One, the legal department say not to do it. Right. One triple three five three is the number. Uh, let's get started. <laughs> I don't even know your name. Here comes trouble. Hello there. What's oh, your yeah. name? Kitch. Hi, Kitch. How are you? Kitch? I'm going very, very well, mate. Good, good. Tell me what. Uh, tell me about your sweet dress-up party. Well, we've, I, I live in a house called The Palace. Good. It's a massive share house. We kind of refer to it as a youth hostel because people just come back and forth and stay. Fair enough. Uh, we've had heaps of dress-up parties. Good. We had a moustache and makeup party. <laughs> good. Where all the guys had to grow big, fat moes and the girls just came in makeup. Oh, well, then okay. last year we had a blonde and bubble wrap. Whoa! And you had to come uh, with blonde hair or dressed in bubble wrap. <laughs> wow! And how did, did these go off? Well, well what you don't realise is bubble wrap tends to, doesn't let the skin breathe. No. It makes you sweat, which is a very good thing. Especially when you have a whole heap of uh, Swedish exchange students. Yeah, kids, I want to party with you. Yes, oh, everyone wants to come to the palace. Excellent. Mate. Don't Work. forget your moustache and makeup. Send in photos of palace. Hello, Gavin. How are you? I'm very well. How's yourself? Good, sir. Tell me about your sweet dress-up. Uh, well, I used to play in a band and every... Called? What, like every single time I played, I tried to dress as something different. What was the band called? Come on. Uh, come on. Phantom Power Wizard Master Smasher. Oh, that sounds like a drum machine band. Phantom Power Wizard Master Smasher? I had no responsibility in the naming and I hated it. Oh, that's okay. Come on, what did you, you go dressed as, Rose? Uh, a few different things. I yeah. went as the Easter Bunny, I went as Satan, I went as Santa Claus, and my best one ever was a air conditioning unit. <laughs> <laughs> and did you get switched on? Oh, I only managed to keep it on my head for the first five minutes. It stopped me neck. <laughs> wow. Brilliant. Thank you, Gavin. You Hello. know what I want to do? I want to get Rick Lindo in here, and I, I hope we didn't mishear his name. We no. may have done the truck driver yeah, yeah. who went up against the young yeah, Peter yeah, yeah, Arena yeah. and came second. Whipped her. No, oh, she, he whipped her initially. Oh, uh, yeah, but then yeah, he yeah. obviously didn't go on to fame. Yeah, yeah, now, a truck driver, let's get him in here yeah. and put him up front of Phantom Power Wizard's Master <laughs> Smasher. <laughs> Rick Lindo and PPWMS. They can play at the TT Tournoi. This is turning oh into quite an event. I'll have it at the Palace. Hello, Steve. Steve, boys. How are you? Um, I'm going. So I'm going exceptionally well, actually. Good. Um, look, two things. The first one, I went dressed as a mental patient, dressed in a straitjacket one time. Yeah. Very, very hard to hold a drink and even harder <laughs> to go to the toilet. Um, but the second one, we had out my 40th last year, dressed as, uh, we had a Hawaiian theme in the middle of winter, crank up the central heating past Good 30, work. everyone gets stuck into the beers. And uh, I wore a uh, grass skirt, which actually basically I wore two grass skirts because one just doesn't fit around my big fat gut. <laughs> and, and a G-spring with coconut boobies. Brilliant. This is a great... This is turning into a really good segment. Brilliant. Thank you, Steve. I can't believe I was so cynical. Hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. How are you? Hello, Ed. How are you going? Very well, sir. What, tell us about your sweet dress-up. So we went to a uh, trivia night at the local school and uh, had to go as nursery rhyme characters. So our table was actually um, the Wizard of Oz. Good. And as usual, all the good ones were taken. So my <laughs> wife had the brainwave to dress me up as the yellow brick road by putting a yellow <laughs> sheet on me, drawing... Drawing bricks down the sheet and painting my head yellow. Yes! And did people just walk all over you for the whole evening? Yeah. 
basically, but I did actually win the best costume. Yeah, <laughs> touche. Nobody beats the road. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Hello, Stacey. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Same. All right, tell us about your sweet dress up. Um, we had a dominatrix party. Oh, yes. Where you could either come as a dominatrix person or a matrix person. <laughs> right. And I actually went with a friend as a gimp and its master. Yes. A gimp and its and master. And which were you? Yeah, I was the master. And how, how does one dress as a master? Oh, uh, basically, I just had a lead yeah. with a black leather jacket on and some sunnies. Yeah. And just led my friend around on the lead. She wasn't allowed to walk. She was only allowed to be on all fours. And was the the person playing the gimp uh, kept in a crate all day, like in Pulp Fiction? No, she actually had one of those, you know, those um, red ball masks? Oh, yeah, Like yeah. in Pulp Fiction, yeah. We actually yeah. went and got one of them. Because what you have to understand is, it's hard out there for a gimp. <laughs> Sitting in a cray all day. Hustle and flow reference for anyone baffled by that. Uh, thank you, Stacey. Finally, hello, Noel. Hi, it's Noel. Oh, Noel, sorry, oh, my sorry. mistake. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. Um, I've gone to a couple of great Halloween parties in Canada. Oh, hello. Can I just jump in here? My friend went to an excellent Halloween party in New York and he showed me his costume. I said, what'd you guys? He said, have a look at the photograph. And he was just wearing running shoes, uh, a pair of underpants and football pads stuck to his shoulders. <laughs> Right. I said, who are you? He said, I'm a quarterback. So, uh, <laughs> then what did you go as? Uh, no, I had a friend who actually went dressed as a tampon. <laughs> and <laughs> she had a cord stuck on the top of oh her head. Oh, my goodness. She was wrapped in a white uh, sheet oh with red goodness. tights underneath. Oh my and as the goodness. night progressed, she slowly pulled the sheet up, oh, getting wow. redder and redder. Oh, until right. she took the Gee. entire sheet off at the end of the night. And she just had a cord and a leotard. That, I, no, I get it. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and what did you go as to this? To this? Uh, oh, I can't even remember. Come on. It, it, she just blew me away. It was so, <laughs> so long ago. Yeah. She's still disturbed by it. And yeah. did she pick up? Um, I think she actually had a boyfriend at the time, uh, but she didn't have to. But. There you go. Thank you very much. That was a fantastic selection of callers oh, taken at random yeah, from the phone. Brilliantly done, Katie, on the phone. Yeah. Brilliantly done. All right. Done. I think we do have to go. Thanks to everyone oh, who called man. in. I, I, oh. We would need about a week of shows yeah. to just get started on the number of great emails Look, we get sent in. We've still got some left over. Thank you so much to everyone who emails in. We read them, and we read them out on air. Can't get enough. And we'll do another stock take soon you can go to the website uh, yeah, bag do. my twisted tail script help yourself to some ringtones and listen to our new range of recent offences that are now up on the front page right thank you Richard for bringing in the drum my pleasure man. and uh, yeah our key phrase today I guess it was phantom power wizard <laughs> master smasher <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Cal Wilson alright and it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz Veto Fan of the Year!